Hey, TBR family. Welcome to Season 2 of the Banded Retreat Podcast. I'm B, and this is a family-friendly podcast about all things outdoors. I'm Ryan, and the Banded Retreat's mission is to bring faith, family, and legacy into everything we do. And let's get ready for another episode with you. Hey, TBR family, thanks for joining in for another uh, episode of the podcast. Uh, we're sitting here in March, and the the honker season is over, and uh, we just got back uh, just not too long ago from our annual duck hunt that we take. Uh, we did uh, a couple days up in Ocean City, Maryland with Pit Boss, and then we did a couple days uh, down in North Carolina in Hyde County, where that's our usual, usual spot uh, that we go to, and uh, didn't didn't really slay the birds, but we had a good time, right? Oh, absolutely. Anytime you get together with friends and family and, and meet new people and new guests. And as you guys heard on the last podcast, if you're just tuning into this one, this is your first one, you can check out. We uh, we actually had the podcast before we actually hunted with Jeff Coates with Pit Boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can catch that, some of the stories and uh, uh, some of the things that he, he talked about before we went on a hunt. We were supposed to go on a hunt with Jeff that morning and then uh it was nine foot swells we didn't go out but the second day we went out and so it was an experience uh the the duck boat is an incredible um massive it's a massive duck boat uh we we saw it um you know and we talked about it a little bit last podcast it is as big as uh he says it is and it's bigger in person than you can you can even tell on even the videos we took absolutely and and it's so comfortable i mean it is definitely uh i think uh he he said it's as advertised as what he tries to do and it it's definitely comfort living it is a incredible way to take uh people duck hunting uh sea duck hunting it was a great experience we've been a couple of different times sea duck hunting and it was the most uh comfort Oh yeah, comfortable setting we could have. Yeah, definitely. I mean, so so I'm a I'm a bigger guy than we had two other guys, uh, Logan and Rob, who yeah. are are bigger guys just like me, and then you and Aaron. So we had five there, and then Jeff was in the back, and Jeff and I were probably four feet away from each Absolutely. other. Absolutely. And then uh, Logan and I sat beside each other, and we're like I said, we're you know kind of same stature, and uh, uh, you know no problems at all swinging, no problems at all just balance or nothing i mean it's a massive huge boat huge uh, boat incre- uh, incredibly stable um it, it was a great experience to see and so uh he started putting out he calls them foamzillas and yeah. uh, uh, that was a uh a cool process to watch he set out i basically uh it was two lines of uh or four lines of of different birds and uh surfs i think was it surfs in commons did he put anything else out of i, I think, think it was just it. serves and comments yeah and uh so he put those out uh they're big i mean they're a big decoy that he's kind of developed uh his foamzilla and uh it, it worked i mean the way the wind wasn't exactly the way he wanted it or we wanted it it was actually you know there was there was quite a bit of wind and it was pushing the boat away from the lines but um they came in uh on a line one and, yeah. and one really good push we had just uh uh, and we killed four, yeah. And it was a mini train wreck, is what he called it. And yeah. uh, we, we were all celebrating that. They came right down the pike. We shot straight and shot well. Yeah. And uh, we got, uh, I guess it was three common drakes and one female. 
Yeah, I, I believe, and uh, we we played whack a mole a little bit with it, and then uh, and we got those a uh, couple of those in. So yeah, I mean, good. we we didn't expect for it to be a stellar day. I mean, yeah. he had already advised us on that, and that's the part I guess you know I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate honesty, and we uh, we went out there and had had good time. But one of the strategies that was weird that not weird it was it was different and i didn't really see it a whole lot i haven't seen it a whole lot but he had a huge flag oh yeah just a black was black flag yeah that was probably a a square that i don't know maybe three foot by three foot maybe my my mind's tricking me right now but it was a large flag on maybe a six foot pole yeah and then as he would see him he would actually wave wave the flag i guess just like you would for like cannabis yeah some motion yeah yeah yeah, some motion and um, get their attention and it, and it worked a couple different times. Oh yeah. He, he says it in the video and I don't think you, uh, uh, if you follow pit boss, I mean, uh, if not, you should, cause it, it's, it's fun to watch, yeah. but he says they, he typically, his statement is they seen the flag nicely. And so like, I heard that numerous times. I didn't know what it is. He's literally got that giant flag waving it. And when he sees it, it when they see it and make the turn, he puts it down and kind of sits and starts recording yeah. and, uh, coaches you well. Um, you know, I, I think people have a lot of question, you know, uh, is, is shots called early or late? He, he, he did a great job. Phenomenal. I, I mean, totally professional. He didn't call that. He wanted everybody to get a shot. We shot when he said to shoot, um, it, it, it we had safe, no issues. Safe environment. Absolutely. His hospitality, hospitality. <laughs> he was very hospitable. Yeah. His hospitality is the word I was yeah, looking for. Yeah, absolutely. Was, was, you know, second to none. I said that, uh, in one of the posts, uh, I think yesterday or today. Yeah. And like, it's just, it's second to none, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he made us, you know, he had a soup. Oh yeah. And so that soup video, it's literally just him, you know, pulling it out of that can cooker handing it to me, and then we pass it down the line. That soup video on Facebook is hovering around 700,000 views right oh, yeah. now. It's, it, it's incredible. We've, we've gotten a lot of, of use out of that, yeah. and uh, it's just something different. But, I mean, that – you know he's him doing that has given me even ideas for us next year oh yeah he's he's got one of those can cookers and he told me you know he makes it the night before it's like a uh he told me give me the recipe but it's basically like a cream of of broth soup yeah and and then he puts in uh it was clam it was a clam chowder is what it was and then he uses crab to go seasoning which he always talks about also so i mean it's a great experience and i'm telling you it was blistering cold the wind was cold. It was a cold morning that morning, and when that soup came off, it hit the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And he, uh, it just a just a character man. Oh yeah. I mean, and, and you know, you you hear him and you see him um, on his videos, but he, dude, he did not disappoint. Can't say enough good about Jeff Coates and, and Pit Boss Waterfowl. Oh yeah, we we had a blast and uh, continually conversed with him. Uh, just really made a friend and uh, that that's we talk about that all the time is that it's about relationships and uh, if, if again if you're questioning should I go see duck hunting uh, you could not uh, miss a better opportunity than to go ahead and book him uh, it, I, I want to go back out with him I think we, we've got plans to do that in the future yeah uh, it was a great experience and uh, so our team also I mean there was a couple uh, we uh, uh, we shot a, a surf also so I mean that's his trademark bird and uh, so we saw it in the boat I didn't make the shot didn't take the shot on it yeah. and you didn't either but one yeah. of the guys did and, and it is a prize bird had the nice ring around its neck and uh, a full mature Drake that you wanted to see Beautiful. in that time and uh, and those uh, 
the 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 head of that surf is just it's so pretty and to see it and hold it in your hand it is a a special bird and you you understand why he chases them all the time yeah yeah absolutely well i mean you know after after we left there we had more hunting to do so we did that for tuesday two two days so we did that monday tuesday and then uh we headed down to Hyde County, North Carolina, so we just went down, uh, you know, eastern Virginia, and uh, that next day we hunted uh, with a group that's yep. out there, and uh, we, the the first day we didn't see a whole lot, I think we only had, we, we had one commit, and that oh, was yeah. the one we killed, so oh, yeah. uh, killed a gadwall it was. Um, that morning, and... Um, I think it was Dark Woods Waterfowl as well. Dark Woods Waterfowl, yeah, yeah. Waylon Gibbs. Yeah, and uh, another, uh, he, he had Rhett, uh, who was their guide couldn't talk any better about him he, he was great uh we cut up in the in yeah. the blind and made a friend uh made some jokes with him and, yeah. and he was he was great we we had a uh a phenomenal day with him even though the birds we saw a lot of birds flying they just wouldn't commit to the hole that we were in and so we had one gaddy gaddy daddy show up oh, yeah. and uh he, he he left uh with us um so uh you know uh not a, not a stellar day of uh of of killing but yeah. uh, a good day of, of looking out and then from there we we ended up we went to the refuge and i don't know if you've ever went uh, i know a lot of their listeners are from west virginia and, yeah. and any, some in virginia and and just around i know there's a lot of people who are, are gaining watching but anyway and listening but if you've never been to a waterfowl refuge it is a truly incredible experience i, I it was logan's first time of seeing it but when you literally are driving on and you know we, we saw everything from the tundra swan that migrate there i think 92 percent of them find their way in hyde county yep. and down there um to uh blue wing full drake uh teal uh to uh ring necks to redheads. redheads i mean that it was just thousands of birds pintails pintails galore down there um it, 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 it's oh yeah it, it, I, I can't even put it into words to, of if you haven't experienced that you need to go watch it i mean there's a ton of bird watchers there but we got some pictures and some videos there uh but just it, it makes you fall in love with the sport again and really how beautiful those drakes are Absolutely. everything from the northern shoveler to uh, to all of it every every we saw everyone but a canvas back yeah did not see a canvas back, which that's probably to be expected. But we did not, we didn't expect to see redheads in there. Yeah. And we saw a group of those and uh, got a cool pictures and videos of those. And, uh, but uh, Canada's, I um, think we even saw some snows in yep. there with some tundras. And um, but like you said, it's, it's such an incredible experience to see the 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 mass amount of birds yeah and then uh and then on the other side it just makes you mad because you can't kill oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, we've said that before and, and that's for any uh hunting whether you're deer hunting or turkey hunting or or whatever it is if you can't get them in the range of your weapon it, you can see them all day but it doesn't mean that you're going to have an opportunity yeah to uh to shoot them so well anyway so so that evening we uh we ate at, i guess one of the three restaurants kind of yeah. just shot the bull and and hung out which is always good and great camaraderie and uh we we had a good time and then we woke up early the next morning and we went to another place uh it, it was uh, a different place on the same farm of the dark woods uh waterfowl and uh, it was a cool experience because they have um, hardwoods there, mm -hmm. uh, and they have um, got a place 
uh, down there that uh, you take a boat in, and uh, it felt like more like at home hunting off yeah. of a riverbank. But it, it was uh, it, it's basically like flooded a, timber. Yeah, it's a flooded timber cutout area that we took a, a boat in, and uh, it, it was an experience. And I'm telling you, as we sat there before shooting light came, I mean the wood ducks, you just hear them everywhere. I mean they are whistling, flooding, fluttering. Uh, all kinds of, I mean, just different sounds that you heard. You heard Teal back there, and uh, you hear the Thunder Swan getting up off the refuge. And, I mean, it, it's it's really pretty electrifying to just sit in there and just listen. Yeah. And so uh, uh, we, we, we began that hunt. And so uh, it was crazy because we heard all this stuff, but, like, we weren't really taking uh, pass-by shots. We, we wanted to make sure – uh, the birds decoyed well, and uh, we, we wanted to take a good ethical shot. We went, we didn't take any really pass-bys. We were waiting for them to come in. And so daybreak hit, and uh, uh, we heard them flying, saw them flying, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, it, it was on my side. It came in the left side. I usually t- sit on the left side uh, of the blind uh, at, at this place I did. And so uh, as it came in, came in like a jet, I knew it was a, uh, a. I knew that it was a. It was a female hooded merganser, and that thing didn't have a chance of leaving. Yeah, <laughs> I mean yeah. it didn't. Uh, and uh, I think all, all four of us shot at it. And, oh yeah. And we were ready because uh, we did, we only killed one yesterday, and uh, and then so uh, we took down the the female, and then um, the the male hooded and more hoodeds were coming in they they literally turned upside down and we got the drake down at that point and so uh just continued on it, it was a great experience and, and there was more we actually started getting some puddle ducks and yeah yeah so i mean we saw gadwall and in, in pintail probably from nine o'clock on yeah nine or ten, nine and nine thirty time frame and uh so we, you know it kind of got a little bit slower uh, which was to be expected, but, um, you know, Rhett kept us in there and waited for, for a little bit longer. And, um, you know, the, the, before I tell the next part, the, what I'll say is, is that, um, you know, pastor really pastor, the dog d- doesn't really hunt out of a blind like that. Yeah. Like around here, we have the Momarsh blind for him to, to set in and he's semi elevated. Um, so I didn't really, I was a little nervous about it, which I I've learned to not be very nervous with him because he just, he just takes so many different situations just so gracefully. It's like it, it doesn't bother him. No, he's a chill dog. Yeah. So, uh, so he doesn't get really, you know, too anxious or nervous about new situations, but so he did really good. It was, um, it was probably about three feet off the water. And, uh, so it was more of like a dog jump for him, but they had a dog hole, a dog hole for him. And so, uh, so he did really good with that. So we uh, we sat around for a little while, you know, shooting bull, really. And uh, we were getting ready. It was probably within 10 minutes of, like, the feel of, like, okay, boys, this is over. Yeah. And what we have, you said two or three in the blind already. Probably so. And um, so we were getting ready to pack it up. And then all of a sudden, we were just kind of, you know, lackadaisical. And uh, and somebody says, oh, here's, here's some right over our heads. So they fly over our heads, from our back, over our heads, and they take like a 45-degree angle right at the uh, the decoys. And the decoys were more like off to our to our right to maybe like yeah. like, uh, like a 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. 
and um, and so they swooped right down, and everybody everybody pulled up their guns, and everybody shot fantastic. It was oh, yeah. a fantastic shot. Oh, so, yeah. um, I mean, they had no chance of leaving. And that particular way of that, you know, in if you, if you duck hunt, uh, you know that if they come from your back and over you, it's it's more difficult because you don't really get a headshot. Yeah. Um, so we uh, we absolutely blistered a group oh, there, yeah. and um, and I, so I we, think we took five. It was five. Four, yeah, it was five. So I mean, like we went from two in the blind. I think it was two in the blind at the point to seven. I mean, yeah. it was like, and they were. It was all gad walls, and they they committed hard. I mean, they came in just like you said on a line right to those oh, yeah. decoys and fully committed. And we shot well. Oh yeah, and and you know that's Gadwaller is something that we we talk you and I talked about yeah. a lot this year. We saw a lot of them up in the mountains yeah. this year, and uh, didn't get a chance on one, but yeah. but we boy we did down in Hyde County absolutely. And uh, so that was a, that was good, and and so then we came came out of there and, and took some uh, some cool pictures and videos and stuff. But um, right after that, Waylon Gibbs, who owns uh, Darkwoods. Um, Darkwoods waterfowl. Yeah, um, he had us go over to an impoundment that he had hunted that morning, and he had killed a snow goose. Yeah, and so he was he didn't have his waders on, yeah. and so he wanted some help retrieving that. And I, you know, it's a pretty cool opportunity experience for us to see pastor with a different you know uh, bird absolutely. to retrieve. And so we we rode over there and sent pastor out on that, and it was cool to see that white. And I guess. And I know that, you know, there might be people from all over the country listening to yeah. this, but we don't get snow geese. Yeah. And so for me to see one there in person, that how compact, I, I call it compact it was. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they they echoed, Waylon echoed that it, you know, that's pretty much a normal size yeah. snow goose. And um, and just to see the how compact it was, but how wide it was is just yeah. beautiful, amazing. Yeah. And uh, so Pastor picked it up and we got some cool pictures and videos with him so that was that was something special for me and pastor and uh so we left we left there and we had two days there and then you know unfortunately you had to go home yeah yeah and uh logan and i had had stayed back and had uh had a couple opportunities with um thomas morris and thomas is on season one of the podcast and so we uh we went out there in some layout boats and so we had we had two days we had one day with him and so we went out pretty pretty early. Um, when we got out there, the waters weren't necessarily um, what we what we really wanted or yeah. what he really wanted, I yeah. guess. And so we moved spots a couple different times as the as the waters kind of calmed down uh, mid morning. And uh, so we were in these layout boats. And and if you you haven't experienced a layout layout boat, it's just a flat what I would call a kayak, flat kayak. And, uh, so you lay down in it and you're laying flat, like kind of, you know, parallel with the water. Uh, you're, if, if you were to, you know, see through that, that layout boat, you're probably half of your body would be underwater right. as if you're, you know, literally floating. Yeah. And, um, and so the difficult part about that, again, being a bigger person yeah. and Logan's bigger guy, we, we kind of had to, you kind of had to lay your body flat as you could. Yeah. So it was a little bit different, a little bit more awkward, but, uh, um, got out there and he moved us to a different spot. And when he did, he, he set up, uh, the decoys a, a, a different way and man, he got it right. Yeah. He got it right because, um, around lunchtime he had him, he had him coming straight at us. And the crazy thing to me about it is like, you know, when we hunt, yeah. obviously it's river hunting and stuff. We just don't generally get birds coming straight at right, you. Right. You're going to have, you know, right to left, left to right. right. 
and like I said, even behind you, but these birds were coming straight at me and they had zero clue that we were there. Yeah, yeah. And so like when it would come at me, I'd have a fr- straight on shot and then Logan would have kind of a side so- shot and then vice versa. But we, we blistered them. I mean, they were, I mean, they were right on us. It's yeah. a 20, 25 yard shot. And, um, and so we took down, uh, I think we came, I think we came out with like, I think we come out with seven, seven, eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, there and uh, got got two more, three more surfs. Yeah, and uh, the rest of them were common uh, scoters. And, yeah. Uh, so it was a cool, cool experience for me and Logan. Logan, you know, new to waterfowl, yeah. uh, but we both experienced that at the same time. It was pretty cool and a lot of fun. And actually, while we were down there last year, if if you know you guys remember, I went down there by myself last year yeah. and I made some friends at the cabin that I stayed in. Yeah. And uh, we actually linked up on Facebook last year, and then this year we linked up again, and uh, and so we had steak with them. They yeah. have a camper down there, and they they do their own thing, and we had a really good time with those guys. We hung out with them the night before the hunt, and and Thomas came over and and hung out with us as well, and yeah, and you know just going back to it, it's like it's that camaraderie. It's just the you know the trips more than just killing ducks. Oh, absolutely, and I think uh, I, I'm reminded. I think it was. It was the night before I left. We went to, uh, I mean, there was only three places to eat or two places. I yeah. mean, it's not much down there. In uh, restaurant choices, you basically, you just got a couple places that you can choose from. And we we, we were at that one restaurant, and uh, three, three guys come in. One guy was probably, he was in his 70s, every bit of it. And then probably a couple guys maybe in their 50s or 60s with him and, uh you know, he basically, uh, we start talking to him. He can't hear worth a lick, and he's yelling at us. <laughs> he's you know. loud in there. Yeah, right? he, yeah, and he's trying to tell us stories, and and he 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 tells us, uh, you know, he basically is like, I've been coming down here for thirty years, or yeah, and and that, you know, and you you sense that it's like, hey, that I think you looked at me and you said that's gonna be us one day, you know, going on duck hunts when we're seventy and can't hear, and uh, young pups are going to be talking to us about yeah. uh, things, and he and he told us a story uh, about you know what his best day was, and he, well, I mean, it kind of started because yeah. we were a little bit down because we yeah. hadn't. You know, we've come for, you've come for what, six years now? Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm like on four or something. And, you know, we haven't had a really stellar, stellar hunt. Yeah. Um, ne- on, ne- on those annual hunts. I yeah. Ne- never, uh, I mean, you know, we, when we go away from home, I, maybe it's a false expectation of us, but it's like, it just seems like we would kill at least one day of limits or, yeah. or not, not every day, but just have one stellar hunt in the midst of it, yeah. uh, for, for all the guys. And, and so, uh, yeah. So anyway, we, we were talking, we were talking to him and, and he said, boys, that's nothing. You know, basically he's like, yeah. he's like, I've had one day in 30 years or something like that. Didn't he? Yeah. And I mean, he told us the story, Yeah, he told yeah. us the story. And, uh, he, he basically, the story in, in summary, um, was that he, the, the birds were so thick that they picked out, he pa- picked out every Drake of every species whatever that limit was for at that time yeah, yeah. it was a long time ago and he picked out every single drake and shot it's he picked out which one he wanted and he shot it yeah yeah he said it was funny because his his buddy who was in the blind with him uh and i and i think there was other guys there is like he shot i think he shot like three green wing teal in a row and he was like oh yeah we all got green wing and and, and that guy was like no he's like no 
that's your three birds. I didn't shoot at those. And (laughs) then he was like, I think he ended up picking out like, I mean, it was like a pintail drake. It was a blue winged teal drake. It was a green winged drake. It was a mallard drake. I mean, it's like, and I mean, it was a stellar, I mean, prize a bag of birds. Yeah. And uh, it it was, it was cool to hear, but I mean, I guess it gave us hope. We've been down there for what, uh, five, six years for myself and uh, still haven't had that stellar day, but he he had one in 30. He's like, he's like, you know, consistency's key yeah and then you know he he as as uh you know older wisdom uh brought on the yeah. to, to that conversation it's it's not about killing ducks it's and, not. and you know i talked to my buddies over there at the camper and it's like if you're here to if you're here to kill limits and here to, to kill a whole lot of birds you're you're kind of here for the wrong thing and yeah. and we we understand that Absolutely. and uh don't put we we try not to put pressure on our guides because yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you cannot make a wild bird do what you want oh, it to no, do no. Um, every time. No. You know, of course, you know, the trickery in that of, of decoying birds and calling yeah. and stuff is, is an art. And and uh, those guys know what they're doing for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, Mother Nature has its way of just, you know, they either come or they don't. They want to be where you're at or they don't. And, yeah. uh, and that's part of the game. It's, I, all, it's part of hunting. I, and I'll tell you this. I, I thought, um, you know, for, for us – it was it was a good experience of calling birds. I think we called uh, really well, actually, and, yeah. and paired with Rhett uh, on, on that when we were calling in birds. I, th- I think we did a good job uh, feed chuckling and yeah. just uh, just uh, using the whistle and all those things. I, I I felt pretty confident in that. And and again, it does come down to relationships. So we talked to those three guys, and it, it was a good experience. And there was a Ducks Unlimited dinner down there that weekend. So there's a lot of people. Uh, in that county talking about birds and talking about hunting and, and just making friendships and relationships. And so, uh, I mean, when you, when you look back on it, and I think this is the key for, for all of it, and we've talked a lot about ducks, but again, every time we come back, it's about relationships. Yeah. It, it was an opportunity. And, and I think I think it's kind of uh, sometimes, uh, I, I think as you go through life, you begin to think, you know, uh, you don't think about it when you're younger or as you're doing things, but it's like sometimes when you start thinking back over life, it's like, well, if we knew it was the last time we were going to spend the night with our best friend, would we did something different? Or yeah. it, do if this was the last hunt we would ever have with this group of people, would you do it different? And And literally one day it will be the last hunt. Yeah. And it's like, and you don't even know it. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that, you know, as I've had friendships over the years, it's like you, you begin as you look back at life, it's like we didn't even realize it was the last time all of us would be together. It's the last time we'd get to hang. So it's like make every moment of those relationships, make them count, uh, make friends, talk to new people, uh, get out of your comfort zone. Uh, maybe you're shy or whatever, you know, take that extra step and, and talk to somebody or maybe you're outgoing, talk to another person, you know, just reach out and tell your story, whatever that might be, and, and bring somebody else to do life with. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's uh, it, it sum, sums up very well, that, that whole thing. And that's, you know, that's what we chase. That's what we chase every year. And the reason why we go out um, and we call it our annual uh, duck trip and, uh, you know, the the banner retrieve has not been, um, was not created, but uh, till 2020. So we haven't always done it, but it's always been the same group of guys going yeah. out and doing that. So it's a, uh, it's a lot of fun, and it and it gives you that that kind of push too. I mean, in a place like ours that that doesn't produce a lot of birds, it kind of gives you something to look forward to. And uh, 
um, really just, you know, one day out of the, away from the office is, is, is the best thing you could do. And, yeah. uh, so it's a lot of fun, but, um, you know, kind of wrapping up this episode, I got a couple questions, but, but, uh, one, and then I'll touch on something else. Yeah. But the question I have for you, as we, we come to the close of waterfowl season, as, uh, you know, goose season's over in Virginia because ours goes through the end of February. Yeah. Uh, but we've, we've captured a lot of, of content, yeah. a lot of photos and a lot of videos and reels. But, um, when you look back on some of the, the content that we've created, uh, what, what's your favorite? Yeah, there, there's, there's two that stand out in my mind and, and they're for different reasons. One doesn't have the most likes on Instagram. It doesn't, it, it just doesn't, doesn't have the most comments, but there's not even a bird in it, but it was actually, it's the picture of, uh, me and you and Logan and Aaron and Jeff Coates and, um, Rob Bailey yeah. all in front of that, because if it sums it all up, it is, it's the brotherhood that we created we had new people we hadn't hunted with and so i think that's uh that's one of my favorite pictures even though there's not any birds we didn't even lay out the birds we killed we just we just stood in front of that giant duck boat and took a picture and and i think that's some now the other piece that i like um is actually it's a it's a a video that you created and i'm holding that duck strap i think they were ended up i think we had nine birds with uh Wailing in them and, yeah. and and I'm holding it up and you, you kind of spin around and then Logan comes in and uh, he's got his phone to the right and it kind of goes slow motion to it it's kind of boomerangs or whatever and then it goes to pastor it kind of concludes with him and, yeah. and I think that's that's cool because it was uh, uh I'd really like that piece it, it's cool holding up a big duck straps always fun and then but it's also it's got us trying to capture the moment and it's got a great picture of pastor so yeah. it's one of my favorites I guess to, it's twofold for me yeah. is, uh, you know, the one that the one that's cool to me and I'm going to continue to post things like this. But, uh, you know, my, I think I talked about it on one of the previous episodes. But if I didn't, uh, you know, my wife challenged me to teach pastor something. New oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Said that he, you know, old dog doesn't new, learn new tricks. But and he's only two. But this past summer, um, you, you know, just in spite of that comment, I, I taught him how to, to fist bump. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's just like a, a handshake, but just fist bump, hold my fist out in front of him and he he kind of hits it so that we did that and i was holding up that same strap you're talking yeah. about and i said the banner tree baby and i turn around and i say i say pound it and he just yeah just bumps so that's pretty cool i mean yeah. our bond uh mine his bond is is great and, and love it but uh actually right after that video uh we took a picture of me yeah. you and, and him and he's in the middle and you know i think you're holding up the strap and it's just you know it's it, it is it's it's you know not only brotherhood but i mean you know doing this with you is yeah. has been some of the best joy that i've had and, yeah um so i i really enjoyed that piece yeah yeah so, I mean, you know, we're, we're growing and, and we're trying to do more and, and I'm trying to trying to kind of broaden out where we're, we're our reach. And so part of that, which I really wanted to touch on here, because I know we're, we're running out of time, but um, we, we've started a YouTube channel, yeah. uh, at, of course, at the Band Retrieve. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be having our podcast episodes uh, streamed on there and uh, doing some other reels and some other things. And I keep on telling people on on Instagram, it's exclusive content because there's some things on YouTube that just won't make it over to, to some of the other platforms, yeah. just the length and some of the topics and things like yeah. that. So, uh, you know, if you're listening to this and I know that we have a, a good consistent following, yes. I mean, we, we post these and have a really good following and, and yeah. people listen to these religiously Absolutely, and uh, we appreciate that. But what I'd ask you to do is go over to our YouTube channel at the banner retrieve, 
um, and, uh, and and subscribe. Absolutely. It doesn't cost you a thing to subscribe. Yeah. Um, I know subscription means different things uh, sometimes, and in monetary, um, it's it's uh, it's free. Yeah. You know, it's free to su- subscribe and uh, and notify yourself when we're going to be posting content. So uh, it, it definitely, and I think most people don't really realize it helps small business. Every time you like a post on Instagram or give it the heart, every time you share it to somebody, every time you comment on Facebook or like it on Facebook, every time you go to YouTube, you like subscribe, any of those things helps get our brand out, which ultimately helps us continue to do what we do and what we love to do. I mean, the reality is this business started out as a, as a friendship and just doing some things, uh, you know, you brought me along in that, and and it's continued to be that. But we, we know that the brand is a great brand. We know that we've got things that are bigger than duck hunting and those things, and really stories and situations that we can help people with everyday life. And so we're just trying to get the word out, and uh, you you can do your part. You as a listener, you watching on YouTube, you can yeah. be, you're part of us. You're part of the Bandage Retreat. Absolutely. And every like, share, follow is part of it. Yeah, and, and just to wrap it up here, um, we, we have new hats. We have four new hats. And if you're watching on YouTube, you, you see the ones that Ryan and I are wearing, yep. which you got good taste. You, you wore the same one. I, I know. I saw that. <laughs> so, I, I grabbed it out of the truck. So. But, uh, but what we want to do for you as, as listeners and as viewers on YouTube, uh, thank you, you know, as just as a thank you, uh, you can go to our website and place an order for one of the hats and, uh, we'll give you $5 off yep. that, that code. And so the, the cool thing about it for you guys is, is you'll only hear this code here and on the podcast. Nobody yep. else will see this on any other platform, but, uh, the code will be TBR, the banner retrieve. So TBR YouTube, yep. all caps, go place an order. That'll give you $5 off. Uh, of, of your entire order and we just want to say thank you guys and as always you know we're free shipping we yeah. do not charge shipping and we will not charge shipping we, we made that commitment early on and uh, again we appreciate you guys and uh, thank you guys so much for joining uh, YouTube uh, Facebook Instagram all of our platforms we, we appreciate you guys and like Ron said you guys are part of our family thank you so much Thanks for listening to today's podcast. You can find us on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bandage Retreat. Or you can reach out to us directly by emailing us at info at And as always, happy, happy hunting. hunting.